Welcome back to Left of Normal, where everything that isn't right is left, and everything that is left is right. I'm your host, Scott Siri. Let's start this off with many thanks to my loyal listeners and my supporters. You guys all rock. I love that you tuned in. I appreciate you, and I would love it if you gave me a five or six or, you know, like seven star rating on whatever platform you happen to be listening on. Last week, we took a look at resolutions, goals, accomplishments, rules, whatever you want to call them. For the left of normal, changing things up can be hard. But once we're in that new routine, we'll never really want to leave it. So get those left of normal kids started on good routines when they're young, and they should last throughout their lifetime. This week, we are going to poke fun at the normies that don't understand the autism spectrum. How it works, what we're all about, and and the like. Keep in mind, we're not really poking fun at them so much as we're poking fun at their refusal to educate themselves. So when I was preparing this, there's a particular word that I'm looking for here. It's not quite refusal, but I can't remember what it is. It's like undesire, uh, not the normie's inability to understand, nor is it really a refusal, but really rather like a lack of any sort of motivation to even begin to acknowledge that autism is a thing, and that there are people out there who think and process information differently than they do. If If you know which word I'm trying to think of here, hit me up in a comment uh, on this podcast, a Facebook page, maybe via Twitter, mail me a postcard, I don't know, send it via Messenger Pigeon, something like that. So let's jump right into this with probably the most controversial myth and one that has been thoroughly debunked across the board, yet scared people still seem to cling to it. That's the myth that autism is caused by vaccines. The idea for this particular episode came while I was searching for a book to listen to while I was running. For those who know, they know that I I borked my knee. It all started 20-some-odd years ago when I fell off Clay's roof, and I aggravated an avulsion fracture in my knee. That's a little kind of chip, a flake of bone. Uh, When I fell off the roof, it dislodged and it got stuck in the joint somewhere and I had to have surgery on it. And so that surgery largely made it so I couldn't run most of my adult life. I could run, but just not for extended periods of time or anything like that. In 2020, I picked it back up. I was uh, I was walking with a pack on trying to train to climb Granite Peak and kind of got a little bored. So I jog a little bit here and there and then I started running and then increased the weight and realized that I could run with a pack on and my knee wasn't bothering me much. In 2021, I ran even more and I would throughout these running times when I was out running, I would listen to books through the Libby app. Uh, Last year, old age kind of caught up to me in that borking of my knee back in 1999, uh, borked again and the cartilage was starting to piece out. So long story, even longer. I had a steroid shot in my knee a few weeks ago, which made it not hurt anymore, and now I'm running a little bit again. 
And that means I'm listening to books again while I run. Okay, so now you are all caught up. I was searching for books on the spectrum, and primarily anything that has to do with like sociology and psychology of people on the spectrum. And this led me to Jenny McCarthy's book, where she spews out so many absurd ideas about autism and how to cure it. Primarily, she railed against vaccines, claiming that these vaccines, in particular the MMR vaccine, causes autism. And study after study after study have shown this that this is absolute nonsense. Uh, there's literally zero science backing the claim, yet it still persists. And I was thinking about that, and I was, why, why do people continue to believe this? And there's actually kind of a, not really a good reason, but there is a reason why people believe this claim at first. The, the reality is they continue to believe it because they refuse to pursue any further education. Around the time when a child is receiving the last of their baby vaccines, it's usually about 18 months old. And if you know about anything about the spectrum, that's about where signs of autism start to show up. So by two years old, when the autistic traits are rather prevalent, the pseudoscience parents start to hoot and holler about how their child wasn't autistic before the vaccines, but now the child is autistic, and therefore it must be vaccines that caused the autism. Let's put this another way. There are a lot of people out there that suffer from heart attacks in the evening. And those same people had a cup of coffee in the morning. So therefore, using this same logic about vaccines and autism, we can conclude that coffee leads to heart attacks. It's a logical fallacy that says correlation implies causation. It's incredibly widespread because, yeah, People refuse to look further than what a celebrity told them to believe. And by the way, when I was looking more of this up, I found that uh, Jenny McCarthy did actually recant her claims after her son was diagnosed with something entirely different than autism. But the damage that she did will take an incredibly long time for people to recover from. And speaking of recovering, another big myth that normies love to believe about autistic folks is that they will grow out of it. They will recover from it. When I was growing up, my younger brother was allergic to milk. He couldn't eat anything that contained dairy, and one time he even had milk spilled on him, and the, the dairy, the milk on his skin, caused him to break out in hives. It wasn't lactose intolerance, it was a true dairy allergy. Now, as an adult, that allergy, allergy has basically gone away. I'm, I'm not sure if his body would enjoy it if he slammed a glass of milk, but as far as I know, he has no adverse effects if he's down in a big, gooey, cheesy slice of pizza. Because our bodies have amazing abilities to overcome things like a milk allergy... Many people believe that as a child matures, their brain will magically change and suddenly their autism will just kind of disappear. Now consider this. Let's say you were born without your left foot. Now over time you would learn to get along without that left foot. 
And throughout your childhood, you would struggle because your body's growing and it's constantly changing, and you'd probably be a bit clumsier than other kids your age. But you'd adapt, and you'd get pretty good at ambulating. Ambulating is a fancy word that means to move by walking. Uh, You might even use a prosthetic, but even without that, by the time you were an adult, you could largely cover up the fact that you didn't have a left foot. And now imagine somebody looks at you and says, wow, you outgrew your lack of left foot. Your body regrew a missing limb. Now I'm sure there are people out there that believe you can regrow a missing limb. But most of us, if we heard someone make that statement, would look at the person thinking that they are the absolute dumbest brick in the pile. And then later, while recounting the story, I would probably talk about how dumb they were and reference how I've met eggplants with higher IQs than them. That's how it is with autism. Those who are left of normal learn to adapt, overcome, and mask the fact that they're different because the world wants conformity and and the the uncomfortableness of being different makes us use extra energy to ensure that we're not standing out any more than necessary. One of my favorite autism myths, it kind of wraps like three or four all kind of into one. We have to look at them all at the same time here. Left of normals are generally seen in two different lights, two different uh, ways of looking at us. We're either incredibly smart or incredibly stupid. There's really not a lot of middle ground. You're a high-functioning autist and in the gifted or talent and talented programs, or you're low-functioning and need to be in special education classes. And then the, the funny thing about normies is those who refuse to educate themselves on the idea of a spectrum or the wheel believe that it's one extreme or the other. So keeping that in mind, those who are higher functioning are generally seen as having a superpower. They have this special interest that normies can't have, and they hone in on it uh, in a, a superpower way and develop something incredible and amazing. So let's talk about that for a minute. First of all, special interests aren't an autistic thing. Everyone has them, everyone can get them, and everyone does partake in them. Now, the reason it stands out in the autism community is because the way society has marginalized people who are left of normal. Since we already struggle to fit into most groups, we resort to our special interest because that special interest won't laugh at us for being weird, it won't berate us for not understanding, And it won't tell us that we're rude or standoffish because we would rather observe than participate. Largely because we don't know how to participate and thus we're trying to catch up to something that normies just instinctively know. So as we zero in on that special interest, we absorb knowledge on it 
and then afterward it comes out as though we have this superpower of knowing things. But autism is not a superpower. And in my experience, it really hasn't helped me gain an upper hand in life the way a superpower would. In fact, it's pretty much the opposite. It's provided obstacles and hurdles that most people don't even realize could exist, let alone that they do exist, and even furthermore, that people actually struggle with these things that they don't understand. And then, to make it even worse, we don't understand them. All we know is we can observe the normies, do what they do, and hope that we're doing it right. So I'm going to leave you with uh, one last thought on what's going on in the, in the left of normal mind. Being on the spectrum isn't something that happened to us. It's not a social construct. It's not a result of culture, indoctrination, upbringing, or any other environmental factor. The best that science knows is that it's a genetic thing where some people were born with brains slightly different than the rest of the people out there. Today you've had a peek into the world where everything left is right. And if it feels right, then it must be left. Thanks for tuning in. Don't forget to like, comment, subscribe. Please join the Facebook community. And feel free to ask any questions you have over there. Remember that autism can't be cured. It can only be recognized and hopefully one day accepted. And of course, share this with your friends, whether they are left, normies, or right.